0: You're listening to the title theme from Pikmin 4, released July 21st, 2023, composed by Kenta Nagata, Asuka Hayazaki, and Soshea Bay. What's up, BG Maniacs? Welcome to another bonus episode of BG Mania, a video game music podcast. I, of course, am your host, Brian, and we will be joined a little bit later by Kyle from the Play on Arrival, a weekly video game forecast Podcast to talk about the game we're discussing for today's bonus episode. But before we get to all that, real quick, if you'd be so kind, head on over to Apple Podcast or whichever app you've chosen to listen to us on and drop us a quick rating and a review. Really does help us out in terms of visibility so that this show continues to grow. And remember, we are on Patreon now as well patreon.com forward slash RPG era. Check out our tiers, see what we're doing, and if you feel inclined, toss us a couple bucks each month. If not, continuing to listen to the episodes as they upload each week, works wonders as well. And of course, special shout out to current executive producers, Jexax and Zanku. So yeah, we have another bonus episode lined up today. We are just about caught up the regular episode for this week will be dropping a little bit later in the week and then hopefully starting mid next week on Wednesdays again the episodes will be back to normal back on time I know we keep falling behind but it's gonna keep happening I'm gonna keep saying that over and over and over again the episodes will upload I promise they're always gonna upload but there just might be a little bit of delays here and there as I get busy and sidetracked with my actual job and other projects that I'm working on and just playing games because I do still play games all the the freaking time. But today we are talking about a game that I've not actually played. I've played the original Pikmin way back in the day on the GameCube. I own Pikmin 2 and I own Pikmin 3 as well. I played a little bit of Pikmin 2. I never did get into Pikmin 3. I actually never started it. And I don't know if and when I will pick up Pikmin 4. I wanna think that I will eventually just because I own the other 3. But I'm not super interested in this franchise anymore. However, Kyle from Play on Arrival, as I mentioned earlier, is a massive fan of this series. As is, I want to say Bedroth's also a fan, but more so specifically his daughter, Shootkapal, does a lot of videos and commentary and just random things related to Pikmin and Pokemon, but... More specifically, Pikmin as of late, just because of how popular Pikmin 4 has been and how strong the reviews have been. If you want to see more on Pikmin, everything related to Pikmin, make sure you're checking her out on YouTube. I know Bedroth plugs it every single episode, but you can find her over at youtube.com forward slash at shootkapal. That is the at sign and then ShootCapal. S H O O T. K-A-P-O-W, or you could just search Shoot Kapow in the search on YouTube. It'll pull her channel right up and you can check out all of those videos and commentaries and everything that she does. But we are going to try to keep this loose, fast and fun. I know our Gravity Circuit episode ran a little long for a bonus episode just because Bedroth and I had so much to say on that particular episode because he and I both had played through a significant chunk of Gravity Circuit. We had a lot of things to talk about and a lot of great music to discuss. Kyle and I today instead of going super deep on the music, the music's very chill has a nice vibe to it but I was reading online that the soundtrack for Pikmin 4 was constructed in a way that it's very dynamic. So a lot of what you're hearing on YouTube are things that have been ripped from the game and reconstructed to sound the way that it does in the game. I'm not sure the technology that they used. Some people were speculating that they may have used a technology where certain instruments will be brought in at certain times. I know there's some videos on YouTube from Pikmin 4 soundtrack where the bass line is missing, so I'm not quite sure how they did this one. It's not a traditional soundtrack in terms of a composition, that's for sure. But we do have a fun spread of 14 tracks that we're going to take a listen to throughout the episode. Kyle and I are going to briefly talk about the music, but I think more specifically for this bonus episode, we will be discussing Kyle's thoughts on the game, the way the game actually plays, the mechanics, some of the things that you can do, and his overall thoughts on the game itself. So not as in-depth of a discussion on the particular soundtrack, We also went really long on our Masters of Hollywood episode that just dropped the other day. Bedroth and I talked about video game composers that pretty much have made a name for themselves in Hollywood, whether it be through films or the TV industry. They have composed for games as well, but I think most of them are more primarily known for their compositions in Hollywood. That one went over two and a half hours We kind of structured that like the Masters of VGM episode, so I was okay with that one going as long as it did. But for this one, we do want to keep it kind of on the, I don't want to say the shorter side, because it will still be a decent sized episode, but shorter than what we posted over the last few weeks, so... Like I said, we have a lot to talk about for Pikmin. I'm not going to mention it every time like we do on these episodes where we just focus on one game. Pikmin 4 released on July 21st of 2023, just a couple weeks ago. And it was composed, everything you hear today, by Kenta Nagata, Asuka Hayazaki, and Soshi Abe. So I won't mention that every time. I'll mention it again at the end, but uh, that'll be the only time until the actual end. So I want to get Kyle in here. Let's go ahead and jump to our first block of three tracks so we can bring him in. Let's go ahead and take a listen to today's results from Pikmin 4. Coming up next, we're going to take a listen to Tough Enemy Fight, Drumline Cadence from Pikmin 4. Closing out this block, we're going to take a listen to Boss Theme from Pikmin 4. Coming back in from that first block of music there, we are joined now, as mentioned at the beginning of the show, by the co-host of Play on Arrival, a weekly video game forecast, here to talk all about his love of Pikmin, it's Kyle.
1: Hey, Brian. Sorry, I thought this was a different podcast. I thought this was my new podcast about uh, spooky board games. It's called Ouija
0: Mania. Oh. You're not going to believe this. Bedroth already started that podcast. Oh, no. Did he do that last week? That's what he did. <laughs> damn it. Bedroth. <laughs>
1: Bedroth, damn it. That, that episode hasn't come out yet. How was I, I, I to know? I know.
0: So, so, so you're, the, spreadsheet. you're his, you're his co host then on that show. That's my that's...
1: co. Damn it. <laughs>
0: and i'm almost positive uh you no no this might actually post before that one does <laughs> good good then
1: i did it first
0: the fans he's my co-host <laughs> Always the co-host, never the host. So what's absolutely hilarious about that is I didn't tell you that he did that. Like no, you did that. You, you, you told
1: me he did something. I told you and he it, took I should, the stick. To yeah, yeah.
0: I told you he took the stick, and you would you would be really interested in uh, hearing the one he came up with. I thought it was clever, and then right away there <laughs> you are just doing man, the same I had thing. It, I had it locked and loaded, man. Doing the same thing. <laughs> We must have been drinking out of the same cup, him and I. Oh, that's hilarious. That's phenomenal. Um, absolutely hilarious. That that episode might actually post before this one. I don't actually know how this will fall. It is possible that that one posts first. Um, but either way, that's hilarious. You guys came up with the same thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, well, it's not an easy title to rhyme.
0: It's not. It's not. There's only so many things. It's not like it's the word play, like play on arrival.
1: Yeah, I know that I'm going to eventually mess up and, and like, accidentally do one twice. Yeah. Uh, hopefully nobody notices. I might. You might. But, I, you know, I, 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 use, I reuse jokes all the time. I'm a dad. <laughs> and I think we have to. When you have a kid, you have to sign a contract saying that you're going to make dumb jokes and you're going to use them over and over again. Uh, and so... I'm legally bound to do that uh, but hopefully none of the none of the listeners notice.
0: So for the listeners just so you to be completely transparent because I don't know what order these episodes will actually post in. Bedroth and I recorded the episode that he said that in on Friday, July 28th. That is not posted yet. Kyle right. just said July that 30th, on 30th, Friday, July 30th. So there's literally Sunday, been... Sunday, July 30th. Yeah, Sunday, July 30th. There's been two-day separation. Um, we we have been pre-recording episodes just to give me time to edit them. So um, neither one of them knew the other person had thought of that. That's hilarious. That's... Freaking hilarious, but anyway. <laughs> well, when you're in love, like we are, that's true. That's it's true. Bound to happen. Yeah. And I hear you're also in love with Pikmin Four. The game. When you that we share are a bed with another on, man for oh, as
1: many years as Bedrock now. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Is it a king size? When you bed? share, huh? Is it a king size bed? Uh, it's a California king. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna tell me it was like a like a Texas twin king or was two big. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, we, like a like we a three bed. A, we tried to sleep on yeah. top of each other. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that's a what do we used to call that RPG or After Dark when... yeah <laughs>
0: Bedroth and I have talked about doing BG Mania After Dark sometimes <laughs>
1: Dude, you know, you, I mean, you could probably make a, a decent episode about that. There's been enough kind of weird, like gross NSFW games that you could make an episode with oh, music for sure. from those, I'm sure. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but I know you are very much in love right now with Nintendo's latest release, dropped on July 21st, as I mentioned earlier on the show. A uh, lot of decent composers on this soundtrack. I've listened to quite a bit of the music in prep for this episode. Uh, Kenta Nagata's on here, Asuka Hayazaki, Asuka Ota was her name before she got married, and then Soshi Abe. So they have some of their prolific composers featured on this soundtrack. And it's a game that has been in development for a very long time. As far as we can tell, about
1: a billion years, yeah. Yeah,
0: September 7th, 2015, Shigeru Miyamoto confirmed to Eurogamer that Pikmin 4 was close to completion. September 7th, 2015. Eight so years people ago. Have-
1: have picked that apart that that
0: that apart apart. I see what you're saying Uh, hey
1: hey hey Uh, you know they've 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 really picked that statement apart and I I do think that there was I haven't seen the original statement I think that there's a translational error there or something lost in meaning I don't think he meant to say it's close to completion but that's what it got translated at as and that's what that's what all the headlines have been saying for eight years like the close to completion game that we haven't seen anything from forever right so yeah um, at any rate we have it now uh, and it's it's doing rather well for Nintendo it's selling really well it's in an 88 on open critic people are enjoying pikmin 4 they
0: are they are and i have talked previously that i am not a massive fan of pikmin i know you are you had this ranked number 2 on thunderdome over on play on arrival every quarter we rank our games or games that are coming out over the next 3 months in terms of like our personal hype levels and take turns eliminating games uh, this was number 2 for you out of like 62 games that we ranked yeah. in q3 uh, Bedroth, I know, likes Pikmin, but more specifically, his daughter, Kapal, right? She's a massive Pikmin fan, has her YouTube channel dedicated to Pikmin. Again, like I mentioned at the start of the show, if you want to see more on Pikmin, uh, check out kapow on YouTube. Um, she's putting out videos all the time on Pikmin and probably even Pikmin 4-type content by the time you're hearing this. So, the game's doing well, right? Like, it's all over the place. And I see a lot of people playing it. I watch some people streaming it on Twitch. It doesn't look like it's anything that I know that I want to jump into because I haven't really enjoyed a Pikmin game since the original Pikmin came out in 2001 on the GameCube.
1: Yeah, it's this is a Pikmin game, I, I, you know, it, and at the end of the day, everything boils down to this being Pikmin. They have a formula that I think very, very few other games are doing or have ever done or have done successfully. I think the only one that I really think feels like a success, a successful Pikmin inspired game was Tinykin. Which I knew you were going to say
0: Tinykin. I knew yeah. you were going to say that one.
1: And I and I love tinykin i had a blast with tinykin um but that's really the only other one that i could think of that was actually successful we did have minecraft legends come out earlier this year and that did not do well um most of the people i know that played that game did not really enjoy it myself included i did not enjoy it even though it was was that
0: a pikmin like game
1: it it was pikmin inspired in many ways Mm. yeah Okay. I, i mean when you think about it right how would you describe pikmin to somebody that doesn't know pikmin or has never played pikmin besides saying that it's kind of like a real-time strategy game yeah I was
0: gonna say I think Nintendo classifies it as like an RTS type game yeah
1: yeah and it and it is right you've got this big army of little weird creatures and you send them to do different things and depending on what class they are they can do things better than other classes and can do things that other classes cannot and so you you organize them and you mill I mean really you're commanding a troop of, of units here and you're you're mobilizing them as you see fit and as, as necessary that's the core of this game and I think that Nintendo has nailed this formula better than anybody has I think that the way that they that you use the sticks in this game and the and the different buttons in this game I think it works better as an RTS on on console than anything that I can really think of RTS is not a, a, a genre that particularly does well on console so not usually. it works really really well
0: yeah usually those games thrive on PC right where you Absolutely, have mouse yeah. keyboard controls that just tend to work better for that genre of of game Correct, yeah. Now, how far are you into Pikmin 4?
1: Oh, gosh. The, you know, this is not a short game either. This is not a game that you play for five hours and is and you're done with. This game is, you know, between 20 and 30 hours, I think, is the typical time for how long to beat, somewhere around the 25-hour mark. Yeah,
0: how long to beat has main story at 15 and a half hours. Main and sides, What's main and extras? Main and sides 24 and a half.
1: Yeah, about 25 yeah. hours.
0: Completion is 35 hours, so it's like 10 yeah. hours dep- uh, more depending on what you want to do.
1: Yeah, that's about right. I'm probably somewhere between five and ten hours into this game. I've oh, been so you're pretty far. There. Yeah, yeah. I've been playing it here and there throughout the week. Um, I'm in the third main area of this game, and I don't know how many areas there are, but you unlock areas as you go through the game, and the areas are huge. There is so much to do, so much to see and collect in this game, and you're so tiny, right? So you're. It looks like you're walking around a backyard, or you're walking around, uh, you know, like a jungle gym or something. That's what you're doing in this game, and they're. Huge! They've really stepped up the size of the levels in this game as far as I can remember compared to previous Pikmin games. And I'm really, really enjoying it so far. The And the least of which is not the music of this game. It, the, the music has been fantastic. I think they did a great job getting the feel of this game correct.
0: Pikmin music has always been relatively low-key, right? Like, it's been right. kind of chill. It just has those chill vibes to it. Uh, because that's what you would expect as you are playing as a little creature with, you know, Pikmin flower-like creatures following you around in outdoor garden-like environments. The music is meant to be chill. Yeah, the game's not intense. Yeah, not an intense game at all, even though there is combat and battles, like, like you're throwing your mm-hmm. Pikmin onto enemies and they're defeating them and that kind of stuff. But it's not intense by any stretch of the imagination. Right. Um, so the music has always kind of fit with what the game set outs to do. Now, I will say, as I listen to the soundtrack offerings that are available on YouTube for the game, there are a couple songs that I've heard that are more upbeat and a little chaotic in nature and I think we're gonna feature a few of those on the episode here today. Um, so it's not all chill but primarily chill. I don't know if you've heard any tracks that kind of deviated from the norm yet.
1: Um, I don't there's a don't boss know. battle
0: track specifically that I know is gonna be on the show that I heard uh, that that's pretty crazy. Okay.
1: I've done a boss battle. So, so yeah, I mean there's there's some pretty wacky things on here, but it's a wacky game, I think it all fits well.
0: And the graphics, man, the graphics in Pikmin 4 are it looks great. yeah, something that is one of the only things that intrigues me about this game and kind of what what makes me want to jump in because for the first time, the environments that you're getting to explore in a Pikmin game, they're not photorealistic, but they look way more realistic than we've ever seen before. So, Yep. I think that's really, really freaking dope. Um, we have more to say on Pikmin, but before we do, we're gonna jump to our next block of music. So let's go ahead and take a listen to Groovy Long Legs from Pikmin 4. Next, we're going to take a listen to Empress Bulblock's theme from Pikmin 4. And last up in this block, let's take a listen to Bug-Eyed Mad Theme from Pikmin 4. Coming back in, Kyle, you and I still have a few things to say about Pikmin here. And I want to ask you, so Pikmin 4 introduces two new species of Pikmin, right? You have the Ice Pikmin and Glow Pikmin. Ice Pikmin, I think, are the light blue Pikmin, right?
1: Yeah, they're they're like a baby blue color, yeah. And
0: then the glow Pikmin, are they white?
1: I haven't even found those yet. Okay. So I can't say. Because
0: I remember seeing in videos, there's like white Pikmin with red eyes. I wonder if those are the glow Pikmin.
1: Now, Now, no, I don't believe so because there were white Pikmin in previous games.
0: Oh, then I just don't remember.
1: So I don't think that those were them Um, But I'm I'm telling you now I was playing Pikmin 4 Prior to us recording Play on Arrival Which we just recorded prior to this And I just entered an area That I am nearly positive Is the area that I will be finding Glow Pikmin in Is it dark? Very Okay, there you go yeah, <laughs> so Is it a ca- so I
0: cave like level. <laughs> yes, I think yeah.
1: I think I am just about to find them, um, but I have not found them yet. I've got I think there's eight or nine different type of Pikmin now. Yeah, um, there's quite a few. Yeah, and it and it makes for a super fun time because you are trying to measure out you know at which Pikmin you need for which task, and sometimes you don't have the Pikmin you need, and you've got to get back to the ship, you know, rearrange your units and your your what you're pulling out of the ship, and then you've also got to think about the danger in the way too. The the glow pikmin, I know that there's going to be some really neat uses for because they that's what they do. They always find very very cool uses for the pikmin. Uh, the red pikmin, which are immune to fire, are not just immune to fire. You can also you know put them in certain situations. You know let them fight things that blow fire because then they're not going to get hurt when they do that right. And so there's there's various situations in which you use each of these different Pokemon. Uh, I'm sorry, pikmin. Geez, Louise. Uh the ice <laughs> the ice pikmin um, freeze enemies when they attack them. If you attack attack them enough with ice pikmin the enemies freeze they also freeze water for you so you can throw them in the water and make kind of a you know an icy path that you can traverse across and that's super helpful in a lot of ways so there's there's a lot of different ways that they use use these i don't know exactly how we're going to be using the glow pikmin yet but i'm excited to see that because they're always really inventive with it and and besides being real-time strategy these are puzzle games in a lot of ways too yeah
0: yeah they really are because they lock certain areas of the environment's until you have the means to progress in further in, whether it's clearing a gate or finding a certain kind of item or Pikmin, who knows, right? There's so many different right. ways that they, they do that kind of stuff. Um, there's also a feature in this game that I'm assuming you probably have seen by now, but maybe not because you haven't actually found the glow Pikmin. Have you done any of the nighttime expeditions?
1: No. No, okay, so Which I think is-
0: so you must need the glow Pikmin to do that?
1: I, I've got to assume so. Uh, the night expeditions I haven't gotten to yet. Um, I know that that's new, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. I hope that they're implemented well. But night was the was the evil of this game, right? For, of the Pikmin series for, for three entries. And now yes. we get to explore that night. And so I think it is kind of the natural evolution of the game. Hopefully it's implemented really well, but I haven't gotten to do that yet. Yeah,
0: you always had to go back to your ship as like the sun was setting before it became night. And because... that's...
1: That's still what happens in the game for me so far. Oh,
0: okay. So you still have to go back to to do whatever. Okay. Um, now, I do know you also get to play as a customizable character, right? Are, you're not playing yeah. as Captain Olimar.
1: No, you're actually searching for Captain Olimar. Captain Olimar is lost. You know, these, these I'm sure, I've played all the Pikmin games. I'm sure that there is a... <sighs> A, a connective tissue of, of narrative between these games. If there is, I don't know. Fair. All I know is these weird little guys crash land on planets. They get themselves in trouble. They find these little Pikmin, Pikmin help them. That's all. That's the, that's all it is. The narrative, who cares about the narrative? It's about the gameplay. The gameplay works. Um, but captain Olimar crashed. He's gone somewhere and you got to find him. And you're finding all of the different members of Olimar's team along the way as well. So you're rescuing, rescuing all the different members of the SS Beagle. And, uh, Uh, you know when you when you rescue one of them he'll unlock the item shop for you this one unlocks upgrades for your dog this one unlocks um you know some other menu option that you can find so so there's there's different things that you're unlocking as you're going and it's because you're getting the experts of those things out in the field um now you mentioned
0: you mentioned the dog there dog's name is ochi how do you feel on ochi
1: yeah i awesome awesome freaking you get to ride him around around, right You do get to ride him around I don't think he goes Yeah He doesn't go any faster Than your normal walk speed uh, But he does jump and so you've added some verticality to the game by, if you have Ochi with you, you can hop on his back, you can hop up a small ledge, and then you can get to different different areas that way. He also will charge things, so you can have him break uh, certain walls or yeah, jars, things like that that are blocking you from getting things, or he can hit a wall and knock something on the wall, off of the wall, down to the ground, so that your Pikmin can now get to it. Uh, he's really cute, super easy to use, and a lot of different functionality with him too he's he's good in battles he is um good for healing up right and you can you can throw a bone to him it completely heals him there's there's a lot of and he helps with the normal pikmin activities if you want him to carry something back to the ship he will so there's a there's a lot you unlock different commands for him as you go through the game as well so i think it's a good addition i think it's it's neat running around with him and all of the pikmin and when you jump on ochi's back all of the pikmin also jump on ochi's back and just he just carries all of you around
0: and that's kind of cute. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Fair, fair, fair. Um, I There was a Twitch streamer I was watching the other day play Pikmin for and that's how I knew that Ochi, like you could ride him and that he was using him to like jump up on ledges and right. clear other puzzles and get around certain things that way. So I, I thought that was really, really kind of cool. Um, But yeah, before we continue, so this episode I will say, right, you know, you, and, you only join me on very specific episodes here on BG Mania, generally once a month. Uh, Some of the times we will be doing them like we did the last time with Final Fantasy 16 when you were with me where we went way more in depth like a normal episode because that wasn't a bonus episode that was a normal episode these bonus episodes here I want to try to keep them fast and loose unlike the uh, gravity circuit bonus episode that Bedroth and I posted the other day that one was way longer than a normal bonus episode tends to be so we're almost done talking about Pikmin 4. However, before we close this out, let's go ahead and jump to another block of music. So let's take a listen to View from Pikmin 4. Up next, let's take a listen to Serene Shores from Pikmin 4. Last up in this block, we're going to take a listen to Dandori practice theme from Pikmin 4. Coming back in for the last session here, Kyle, on Pikmin 4, before we close the episode out, I want to ask you if you have had a chance yet. So I know the main story can be played either by yourself or with a friend in co-op mode. Have you co-opted with any of your kids yet?
1: I haven't. I haven't. Not with my kids yet. Um, I my understanding is that the co-op mode is a little bit more limited, kind of in the okay. way that like Super Mario Odyssey was co-op. Fair. Where you fair. have one one player control Mario, one player control Cappy. Uh, that's my understanding. I and again I haven't tried so I can't say for sure, but I know that you get extra points for playing in co op. There's other things that You can unlock that way, Uh, but I have not gotten around to do that yet. No. Okay.
0: Okay. And I know there's also another side mode in the game. I think it's unlocked during the story at some point. Yeah. So, So, uh,
1: yeah. So these are called Dundori battles. Okay. Yep. And these Dondori battles are also part of the story. They're also part of the campaign, and you're just playing against a computer at that point. But what they're doing is they're testing your ability with Dondori. And what Dondori is, Dondori is the Japanese concept of planning and executing ta- tasks as efficiently as possible. Right. Okay. So that's and that's really kind of the and it's not it's not meant to be a stressful thing either. Right. Dondori is actually quite the opposite. Dondori is planning things. And executing them so that it's not stressful, right? We're going to do this, we're going to do this, and it's good things are going to flow smoothly because we've planned. Right, so that's that's kind of the the concept of Dondori. Uh, these Dondori battles or these Dondori missions are testing your ability to control and and execute um, different tasks with your Pikmin all at once. And so they're trying to get you to see how many items you can bring back to your ship in a three minute period, or can you can you beat an opponent in in getting so many points by collecting so many gems and such like that? And you get the gems by breaking things up. So what you're doing is is you're kind of very quickly mentally surveying the small map that you're in they're all in these kind of weird small maps and you are looking around and thinking about how you can best you know i'm gonna throw 10 pikmin over there to take care of that even though it only needs five the 10 will move faster and then i can go over there start some pikmin on that one they should be done by that i'll go back pick them up dispatch five of them to this five of them to that then i'm going back to the ship to pick up the pikmin that are done with this taking them over there and so you're you're you've constantly got you know y- y- your your hands on on five different tasks at once in these battles okay. it's not as stressful i think as i make it sound but it does require kind of a little bit more planning. It almost feels like you're doing like Overcooked or something like that in in some ways where you're watching different things happen all at once and you're trying to take care of multiple tasks at once and keeping your Pikmin active at the same time, right? Because the more Pikmin that you have, the more you have to keep track of, but you want them all active. You don't want any of them sitting idle because then you're just wasting time.
0: Fair, fair. Okay. Yeah, that actually sounds kind of cool. I didn't actually know what Don Dory was, so I'm glad you went in depth on that, so. (laughs) Yeah, well, and and really it's kind of the hardest The game, you know? And
1: and I think it's neat that they include these missions and these battles into the campaign, because I think it does make you better at the game itself. It makes you more efficient in thinking about where you're going to throw your Pikmin around, because, the you know, the overworld map that you're walking around, these are, like I said, big, big maps, and so your ship might be, you know, a a, a one-minute walk, which doesn't sound like a long time for a human, right? But for these little Pikmin, one minute in-game time, it takes them a minute to walk all the way from these gems over to that ship. You gotta kind of Keep track of them while they're doing that because they're not going to automatically come back to you. You're going to have to go back to them, but you don't want to waste the time. Again, you're on a timer. You got to get back to your ship before nightfall. Right. You want to get back to those Pikmin, collect them before nightfall, but you also want to be doing something else and making the most of your time. So you're, so you're kind of thinking about spatially where everything is placed and how you're, how you're uh, mobilizing your Pikmin in certain
0: ways. Did you practice the, uh, the art of Dondori while living in Japan? My gosh, no. Okay, you weren't that efficient over there.
1: No, I, you know, I, I will say, I think that I'm a rather efficient person. I do try to do things efficiently, but not in, in the, in the traditional dondori style. I don't think, no, <laughs> I don't know if, I don't know if there's like a method to it, but that's, yeah. that's the idea of dondori, Right. I feel like it's like a uh, Marie Kondo. What, what what was that show that she did where she goes into people's nasty houses and starts throwing crap away? Oh, um,
0: Hoarder? Was, was, no. N- no. N- it
1: wasn't, she wasn't hoarders. I don't remember what it was called, but she, you know, she comes in and she's like, this does not spark joy. And she's throwing away like family albums i don't know but it's it's a i don't know (laughs) she's a she's a she's a crazy person but it was also fun to watch i think she has kind of a don style to her okay okay fair
0: um so as an overall as we close out our discussion here on pikmin 4 your overall thoughts how do you feel and how would you score if you were reviewing pikmin 4
1: as a fan of Pikmin right i think that everything at this game comes together super duper well i think that this game is the natural evolution of the series where you are using more pikmin you're using them in bigger environments broader worlds you have a few new, new mechanics that you get to play with like ochi the dog and doing some of these dondori type battles there are there are enough new things in this game that it feels yeah there's other very gameplay male. elements
0: too that we didn't talk about by the way like Absolutely,
1: we didn't spoil yeah. everything yeah Absolutely. There's so much to do in this game. And and I got to say, too, it's addicting. It's addicting because they know that you want to try to be as efficient in this game as possible. And so when you look at a level before you go to it, it lets you know exactly what percent of that level you've completed. So you're at 43 percent of this level right now. You've collected this out of the, you know, seven out of 20 uh, items you've collected, um, you know, 50 out of the 75 possible Pikmin you can find. And there's so there's, it tells you exactly how much there is. And you're thinking, okay, I'm just going to go back in and collect the rest of those items real quick. I, the first, the first main area, I felt like I had done everything. And then I'm only at like 45%. So,
0: oh, wow. so That's there's kind of th- how I felt about Star Wars Jedi. Uh, not yeah, Jedi, Star so Wars, much uh, to do. no, it was Jedi Survivor. Yeah. Jedi Survivor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's so much to do in each of these levels that it's easy to get overwhelmed, but it also gives you kind of goal markers to go by and say oh look I did you know I did a little bit more let's see if we can figure out where this last little bit is and then there's other things that help you help lead you towards those things as well if you want that help so you never feel totally 100% helpless and stuck um, but like I say I think it's a, I think it's a great evolution it's sitting at an 88 on open critic I would honestly give this you know between an 8.5 and a 9 like it's like a, a solid 8.75 for me I'm leaning closer to a 9 than an 8.5 though because is like I have a hard time complaining about anything in this game everything just works so well okay
0: fair well that's solid praise yeah I was uh I was shocked when all the reviews dropped when the game first came out and how high it had scored uh very cool to see right I always like when games succeed and do well and studios do well so that was really really nice to see I just didn't anticipate it doing as well as it did so I'm glad you're enjoying it I'm glad you have just as high of praise to say about the game as pretty much everybody else does as well
1: yeah yep yeah. And I used a voucher on it. And
0: you used a voucher. You did. You did. Yep. I'm saving my last voucher for either. Well, I'll I'll use my voucher on Super Mario Bros. Wonder because that comes out yeah, before. That's
1: my last voucher as well. Super
0: Mario RPG remake. But I will be buying day one Super Mario RPG remake as well. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right, man. I think that'll uh, wrap up our discussion on Pikmin 4. I appreciate you joining me on the bonus episode here at BG Mania to talk about this. Hey, thanks for having me Yeah, it's always uh, always a pleasure when you're here You will be back next month For a very specific Spotlight episode That I am so excited to do with you One of the biggest games releasing this year Not gonna give it away, never do, right? I never tell you guys what's coming up next But uh, next month in September, it'll be a normal episode that Kyle's with us on, not a bonus episode. And uh, I'm excited to talk about that game and talk about that soundtrack.
1: Me too, man.
0: All right. Well, before we close this episode out, we still have one more block of music to listen to. So let's go ahead and jump to that final block by taking a listen to Snowflake Fluttertail Theme from Pikmin 4. Next, let's take a listen to Man at Leg's boss theme from Pikmin 4. And closing out this block before we close the episode out in its entirety, let's take a listen to Final Boss from Pikmin 4. That, my friends, will unfortunately bring us to the close of this bonus episode of BG Mania. We do want to thank you for staying with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania, made possible, of course, by RPGera.com. If you like video game music and, more importantly, you like us and you want to help us grow this show, check the description box for ways you can do just that, including a link to join our Discord community. Click it. Join it and interact with us. And again, reminder if you like what you heard from today's episode on the music of Pikmin 4, if you want to see more Pikmin content in general, go check out Bedroth's daughter, Shoot Kapow, over on YouTube. Again, the link is youtube.com forward slash at Shoot That's the at sign. And then S H O O T K A P O W. Or you can just search for Shoot Kapow in the search bar of YouTube and it'll take you right to her channel taking us out of this episode, we're going to be taking a listen to the end credits from Pikmin 4. Again, this released on July 21st of 2023 and everything you heard today on the show was composed by Kenta Nagata, Asuka Hayazaki, and Soshia Bay. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.